0: So let's bring in my one and only guest, the great Dave Navarro. Our laws as it pertains to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> where the hell you think I learned that? Since the beginning of the pandemic, nearly one in five Americans has reported consuming an unhealthy amount of alcohol. Could be you, but only 10% of them are actually getting the help they need. Reframe is a neuroscience-based smartphone app that helps users cut back or quit drinking alcohol altogether. Using evidence-based tools, techniques, and content, Reframe guides users through a personalized program, to help them reach their goals. Comprised of daily tasks, a comprehensive toolkit, a community forum, and accountability guides, Reframe is a modern, accessible, and affordable resource that can help anyone looking to reevaluate their relationship with alcohol. Reframe is backed by Harvard University and Emory University Schools of Medicine, and it is ranked the number one alcohol reduction smartphone app worldwide with over 350,000 downloads. With Reframe, there's no stigma, just science, no labels, just support. To learn more, go to joinreframeapp.com slash drdrew. Use the code Dr. Drew for 25% off your first month or your annual subscription. That's at joinreframeapp.com slash drdrew. Dave and I have known each other for quite some time. Hey buddy, how are you?
1: I'm good, man, how are you? I, I, re- I really enjoyed the heart the hard-hitting intro that I just saw—I had never seen that before. <laughs> so it's good, just like hard, yeah, hard-hitting mm-hmm. facts with Dr. Drew. I love
0: it. So it's like like um, a very real, well, like a real, you. almost like a real program. Excellent. Dave has a new group he has formed with uh, Taylor Hawkins and Chris Cheney, which is called NHC. Tell me about him.
1: Uh, NHC—it stands for uh, Navarro Hawkins and Cheney. Uh, Cheney's uh, Chris Cheney's in james addiction with me and Taylor Hawkins is of course from the foo Fighters and we've all been really good friends for a number of years and during the pandemic we we just got together to make music because we were you know on the verge of staying in isolation and not being productive and working on something and so what started out as being something that was more of a passion thing and a fun thing um, we ended up making an album and, and doing some shows and the album's coming out and, uh, NHC people laugh at us because it's a very uncreative title, but we feel that, uh, right. there, there are plenty of bands with really creative names out there. And, you're becoming, you know, are becoming we, a corporate firm. I just, at this point is like, <laughs> there's so many great names out there. And like, we're just like, we're NHC it's fine. And it seems to be working. And, uh, it's it's more of a it's more of a real band that we have going now than just a side thing which is what we thought it was, which is nice and so it's uh it, it's a lot of fun for, for me creatively and musically and for those guys because then when Chris and I go back to Jane's addiction or Taylor goes back to the Foo Fighters, we're all re-energized and revitalized about our, our passion for music and so both bands feed one another in terms of our level of commitment to the music and to the work so it's really been nice thanks for mentioning it
0: it is nhc-music.com i'm guessing you can see the tour schedule and where to find you guys
1: we're on we're on twitter it's uh nhc music official i mean i'm sorry uh well we might have a twitter i don't run the twitter but there's an ig (laughs) nhc nhc i you know i only have one platform dr drew i only have instagram instagram because I'm a fan of the arts and, uh, you know, the visuals. And I want to, I want to see something really quick, but I don't, I'm I'm not on Twitch. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on Facebook. I got rid of all of them because it was just too much time buried in the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I, as as you know, I have my own mental health issues and the last thing I need is an addiction to my phone. Um, more than I already have, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just, right, right. I eliminated. I, it. It's like cutting out alcohol and, and drugs, but drinking coffee. That's the way I look at it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not, not, not yeah. fully, I'm not fully. It's a you know, good I'm Instagram not fully. Page.
0: And, and so, I, I'm not surprised Instagram is where he landed because as long as I've known Dave, he has had an interest in the visual. I remember that one time you put a, uh, a photo booth in your living room and everyone in the kitchen house had to take photos and, you, and then you made a book out of that. <laughs> I did. I did.
1: That was inspired. I was inspired by uh, Andy Warhol who had a photo booth in his factory and I'm a massive Warhol fan. And um, it was also kind of a social experiment to see who in my life, because we, as human beings, we go through so many different relationships and friendships and some of them are long-term, some of them are short-term. So I almost wanted to see who would be there at the end of the year still you know, starting at the beginning of the year, you'd see a certain group of people. And by the end of the year, it was a totally different framework of people. And then some people were similar, but, um, it was, it was, it was, it was a dark and exhilarating and dangerous, but fun time. And I'm lucky to have survived it. But, um, I don't, I would definitely not want to repeat it. The photo booth part was fine. It was, it was, it was, it was the behavior. Yeah. You know, yeah. the <laughs> behavior, the behavior, the behavior around that year was, was, was pretty right. dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was not the booth itself. It was what, what you were up no. to <laughs> anywhere but the booth or maybe in the booth too. No, but it, and but so, it was a good
1: way to, it, it was ahead. a good way to get people. It was a good way to get like 30 people that are leaving the bar at one thirty in the morning over to my house. And you know, let the danger ensue, take so to pictures. speak. Well, take Got pictures it. and you know, whatever else. Yeah.
0: And, and and that was all that was twenty-four years ago, twenty-three years ago, something like that. Ninety
1: nine or ninety-eight. I, I can't, cannot yeah, believe it. You know, the, the, the yeah. evening the evening so that book was called Don't Try This At Home, and it was co-written by Neil Strauss and myself. And it was just a year chronicling a year in my life of some pretty dangerous behavior. And, and fortunately I came out on the other side of it and uh, and it has a, a positive message at the end, but it, it's, pretty, it's pretty brutally honest. And I'll never forget that the night before it came out, it came out with Judith Regan was gonna put it out. The night mm-hmm. before it came out, I called the publisher and said, you can't release this book. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know that, that like that that panic yeah. at the last minute like yes. you can't yes. you can't please don't i'm gonna kill myself if you release this thing because it was it mm-hmm. was it was so, it was so it? It, um, what i did was i was able to get them to hold it and re-edit which was a mm-hmm. miracle and it took her probably 10 years to forgive me for that but we're friends now too so <laughs> like, but uh, I, cause you know, that's a lot of money for them. It was already printed and published and yeah. on trucks and stuff. And they had to pull a lot yeah. of strings to get it done. But the reason why wow. I pulled it was because I realized, and I hadn't thought about it, but I realized that there was a lot of information in there about other people that had high profile names that I didn't get consent from. And Ooh. so I just felt, I felt, and it wasn't so much worry of litigation. It was more worry of just like, it's not, my, it's not my responsibility or privilege to share other people's private information. Right.
0: It's not right,
1: and, uh, that's right. And so I, that's where the panic set in, yeah. My own information I felt fine about.
0: So I'm, I'm seeing on my chat stream here a lot of basic questions for you, so I'm just gonna blow through them. Uh, will Ink Master be coming back?
1: Ink Master is coming back. It's coming back next year. It's gonna be on Paramount Plus but I will not be attending. Um, we will have a whole brand new panel of judges and a new host. Um, and the main reason for that is because I think they're shooting it in, uh, in a different country. So I um, oh. just, to, for me personally, with all the other projects I have going on, the music mm-hmm. being the priority and, and the art being the priority, like there was no way I would be able to multitask those. And also on a mental health level, Dr. Drew, I don't want to be far away for that long of amount of time and have my entire support group sound asleep. If I need them, you know? Yeah. Cause, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I you, know because you, you your, can't your disease, reach out to, yeah, you your can't reach out like, to somebody. It,
0: it, your, your disease doesn't do pushups, man. I think yours lifts weight. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like doing so, squats.
1: <laughs> so I really had to, yeah. I really had to think about it. I was like, I need my support group, you know, available. And the, the, the they're the people that, I support they support me and it's a it's a two-way street as you know and um you know I, I can't I couldn't even multitask because the time difference but um so but yes the and answer is no, that no. the show will be back the show will be back but I will not
0: And then they're asking you know where do you drive your strength to keep going what what's uh and I know you've had some mood stuff in the last 18 24 months stuff too so wh- where where do you get your inspiration strength from
1: I think honestly, from the people that I work with, um, and also my passion for the creative, just my creative outlets, you know, the music, the art. Uh, I also have a, I uh, I co I co-run an apparel and art uh, company called Dual Diagnosis with my partner Padilla, who is an LA-based street it. artist and fine artist, and it's all aimed at uh, mental health awareness, um, Mm. and even like even what I'm wearing right now is one of our shirts which has mental wealth nice instead of nice. mental health so they're just uh Fantastic. you know we have we just want to raise awareness to the fact that you know this is a worldwide epidemic and it has gotten even worse over the pandemic and uh mm-hmm. more people are struggling now than ever and uh a lot of things I think are are part of that I think part of that is is the pandemic and the isolation that everybody went through. And I also think that social media is a huge factor, uh, in terms of the widespread, uh, you know, surge of mental health issues, because Mm -hmm. let's face it, man, nobody posts their bad days or taking out the trash or weeping, or, you know, they, they post the good stuff that wants, you know, Mm -hmm. that they want to make them look good. And so what that ends up creating is a, is a platform where it's only the snapshots of the best moments of everybody's life and someone who's going through a hard time just sees why is it my life like that why am i not out on a yacht why am i not happy you know and, and I, i'm the same way i'm not going to post you know it's it's i don't post when i'm struggling i post uh, the things that that i think uh i'm inspired by or the, the work i'm doing or or other people that inspire me you know I, i'm i'm pretty I'm pretty um careful not to disclose too much because I just feel that um, I just don't think that as human beings we're geared or were geared to have the entire planet be able to respond to every thought you have and uh, mm-hmm. and share your mm-hmm. every move with the entire planet and have them interact mm-hmm. so. I get a lot, I get a lot of grief from people because my comments are off unless I follow you, but that's just a self-care move. Like I don't, I don't, if somebody hates me in Wichita, I don't need to read it. Like I just, I don't need that in my life. You know, I have enough trouble in yeah. no, and I have enough trouble in between my own ears with my brain sometimes that I don't, I don't need confirmation from Kyle in Wichita. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, I, I think yeah. that that was a, a smart, a smart self-care related move. And, um, I think comments are, 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 uh, you know, by and large, usually pretty supportive, but, um, Oh, that was quick. Thank you. Um, by
0: and large, you um, go. I right, see so go to dot to buy this stuff. Yeah, Good. Yeah. I'm sending them yeah. to dot oh, to go purchase things.
1: You know what? We have a, we have a manifesto there. That's about our It's our mission statement and that's free. mm -hmm. So you don't even have to buy anything. And what that does is it really outlines how, uh, you know, one of the things we say is that shame has never saved anyone. Shame is actually something that Mm -hmm. kills people because they don't speak. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to be, they're afraid to be heard. And, um, so by showing your vulnerability and speaking out that, you know, then you have a chance, you have a shot, as long as you're willing to be, humble about it and honest about it then then you have a shot at at moving past something but but being shameful and keeping your mouth shut can lead to uh you know institutions and and sometimes deaths and uh and some pretty miserable existences so we encourage people to speak out and that messaging is free the apparel is uh of course for sale and we have multi-tiered pricing points so it's uh something for everyone
0: I feel that's like a sure. dual D U E L dual diagnosis. That's clever. Okay, I was well, looking for. Well, it's dual because, between,
1: because yeah. we think of it as well with dual because there's two of us, me and my partner Padilla, yeah. and also dual is because you think of a, a gun duel, and sometimes that's what's happening mm-hmm. inside someone's brain. You know what I mean? Is like mm-hmm. they're they're du- mm-hmm. they're dueling themselves. So we just kind I of, get it. In, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's clever.
0: It's clever. I like it. And, thank and, and dual diagnosis, you immediately get shed over to treatment centers and things. It could, it could derail people, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's great visually. Wow. It's very cool. Yeah. Thank you. It has to have music thank included. You. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a short, that's a short film we did about a, uh, you don't have to play it, but that's a short film we did about a young girl who uh, experiences a traumatic event and she becomes uh, she transforms herself into a isolated, insulated character with this um, kind of like this protective shield, this costume that she wears, so no one can touch her, no one can see her. Uh, her own environment is intact within the costume. Her own air, her own means of of uh, regulating her her uh, uh, CNS and her you know central nervous yes. system and. And yes, uh, right. you know it's it, it's it's kind of what we what's kind of what we run into in in this area is uh, the isolation thinking that that's going to be the protective measure, but the fact is that um, it's not until we share it with somebody else who is either a professional or someone who is like minded, um, provided that you don't create an unhealthy trauma bond and 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 do it in a more supportive way. That those are the ways to go, mm. and so we encourage we encourage that.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I, I am mean, enamored. I, did, I I can't stop looking at this stuff. Both the jackets, the the posters, the original art. My, I mean that this yeah. is. I feel like this is thank valuable you. material. This is really cool stuff. Th-
1: thank you, Doctor Yeah, we also do fine art and we do installations as well. So. We had a uh, a show last year at Julian's uh, in Beverly Hills where we where we built an enormous cuckoo clock that you could walk into to view our artwork, our fine art. And uh, as you mm-hmm. see, I have two coo- two cuckoo clocks behind me. I don't know if you can see them on the wall. See them, but those were in in my in my childhood. Those are my first memories of insanity when you would see them in, in cartoons. You know, and the, and someone was typically crazy, and they you would see the cuckoo. And I, I really got to thinking about it, and I was like, why, why would that be? Why, why is that the symbol of crazy? And I don't know if this is the reason, but what I came up with is that you got this little bird trapped in this housing with complications inside. And anybody who knows anything about watchmaking or clockmaking, the, the components that create the watch and the movement are called complications and uh the way the clock runs is that there are two weights at the bottom of the clock which i i i kind of uh imagine is emotional baggage right so the mm-hmm. bird cannot mm-hmm. fly out of the box of the, cannot fly out of this box of complications because it is held down by its own emotional baggage that it just simply won't let go of and that's what drives it in cra- that's what drives it crazy so we built, I, I am fully
0: me. shopping right now. I can't stop oh, looking at this stuff. This is
1: awesome. Be, be my guest. <laughs> um, He's going to buy that, me the
2: one that says I'll never be sane. <laughs>
1: I'll never, I'll, 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 I will our never, our I'll, I will, I will never be the sane. Yeah. And insanity is its own cure. I like that one too. <laughs> the,
0: the, um, So there's, I don't know why the cuckoo, I I love your version of the cuckoo, but one thing that cuckoos do is they deposit their eggs in with other birds. And those, the cuckoo birds eventually gets big and pushes out all the other young and becomes the only bird that's getting the food from the mother. It's something like that there's some weird oh my
1: god so then so then you would think yeah. that it would be the symbol of narcissism and not insanity but, right you know, there you go <laughs> i
0: think that's true i think what i'm saying is true i think the craziness is that the parents keep feeding this bird that just overflows the nest
1: well then then, then, then if you really if you, if you really break it down then the cuckoo bird itself is not the crazy one it's the parents it's the it's the blue right. jay that keeps right. raising right. <laughs> that keeps correct. raising
0: it correct
1: or or, or at least well, at now least i have to highly- look this up at least they're highly codependent maybe they're not crazy
0: (laughs) right right am i getting this right is that what i'm remembering about the cuckoo most fascinating fact i didn't know that That. well maybe i'm wrong let me make sure that i remember uh let me see yes they were in greek mythology they were associated with cuckoldry why whatever that means uh which i guess is the the bird taking over the nest right Yeah,
1: right. Uh, yeah that sounds like it Although, Let's you know, I've got to look this up. Holding, you know. Although we think yeah. of co-colding in, in a different way, but yes, I, I guess it would apply uh, theoretically to that as well.
0: Hang on, I'm almost there. Let me see if they can. Reading. Reading. It's not really talk... I Maybe I have this wrong. I, have... I could easily have this wrong. Let me, ah. wait, wait. wait, wait. Yeah, here it is. The cuckoo egg. Here, yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo, eggs, cuckoo, cuckoo, eggs, blah, cuckoo blah, eggs, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. Uh, th- hatch earlier than host eggs, right? So there's a host. They put it in with the host. In most cases, the chick then evicts the eggs and or the young of the host. The chick has no, line, no time to learn behavior, nor does any parent stay around to teach it. So it's, okay. it must be an instinct. Wow, all kinds there of you weird go. stuff.
1: That is... Yeah. Well, so anyway, the, Wikipedia
0: uh, cuckoo birds. I uh, so anyway, sorry, really, sorry that uh, I went down a, that.
1: I mean, yeah, even I as resist. a hatch... Even as a hatchling, it is self-centered and,
2: frankly, pretty mean
0: spirited. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, uh, let's see what else people are asking you here. One second, I'm going to get some phone calls in just. Did a second you? Oh
2: yeah, too. everybody over on um on um what do you call it?
0: Uh, yes, I'm going to go to Clubhouse, Clubhouse. in just a second, but there were lots of good Clubhouse. questions. Clubhouse, yeah on uh, were you on tiger belly recently or something did you were you there at, uh bobby Brown? uh no I,
1: I was i was there a couple of years ago i wasn't recently but that was a that was one of my, okay. my favorite podcasts to do he's so he's i've known bobby for so long and he's he's, he's just yeah. so he's so he's he's such a nice person and just funny like yes. just, just just truly one of the funniest human beings i know and um yeah that was a great time. Has he ever
0: told you his his war story? Not war stories, but his stories, his trauma stories, when he was using it as an adolescent and his mom
1: I, I, trying to yeah, fix Yeah, a little him. bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. We, we, you know, he, I know him. I know him. Uh, actually, I, we, I guess since he's already spoken about it, I can share that uh, we met in um, in twelve step recovery programs. So um, yeah. Yeah. that's how that's how we first became friends and uh, been right. friends ever since.
0: Excellent. And we'll talk for a minute before we go to the phones about um, the documentary uh, and
1: what that's doing. Oh, my them. documentary. Because it it's, yeah. <clears throat> I have a, uh, there's a documentary. So when I was 15 years old, my mother was murdered by her then ex boyfriend who couldn't handle rejection and was uh, uh, clearly had uh, in mental health issues and, and shot her, shot her and my aunt and uh i was 15 years old oh i didn't know and your aunt. My par- i didn't know your aunt too yeah they were both together i don't so was, i he, forgot that part
0: oh my god yeah
1: they came they came Oof. i left you know what in, in the same spirit of the book i left her story out of the film because it wasn't mine to tell it wasn't my family you know yeah. so i didn't want to get into yeah, get yeah. into their personal business and bring up something for uh my family members but uh yeah the the ex-boyfriend was waiting at home for them. They returned from an evening out and took them both out. And I'm sure that uh if my mom came home alone, they would have just been her. But since my aunt happened to be there, she was taken out sadly as well. And uh the film is called Morning Sun, but it's spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, S-O-N. Uh kind of a, a weird film to have a play on words as the title, but it seemed to work. And um yeah that's on mm-hmm. amazon it's it, it's streaming on amazon and uh and i think other platforms too but it it, it it's up there and, and and available it's uh it came out a couple years ago and yeah, i'll tell you something dr drew a lot of people asked me if that film was very cathartic for me to make um mm. mm-hmm. and tell that story and the answer was no it was it was it was horrible it was, it was like
0: it was brutal i know yeah
1: it was brutal but the catharsis yeah. element to that project didn't happen for years. So maybe three yeah. years later, when I got a lot of feedback from people who were touched by the film, or that it, they could relate to, or that they felt less alone, um, then I started feeling uh, really good about the decision to make it. But it was it was hard to make. It was looking through courtroom footage, looking through police reports, looking through crime scene photos i mean it was it was brutal it was a brutal process yeah. and um again on the eve of its release i was like we can't release this movie either but it was <laughs> it was already it was just you know i just oh yeah i just go i just i go Pulls through the panic the brain. you know what I mean yeah, yeah i go through the panic yeah. but then ultimately it comes it goes it lives in content form somewhere or another and uh and I've gotten nothing but positive feedback from it uh, in terms of people that either have gone through severely traumatic situations like that or have suffered a loss like that themselves. Yeah. And I felt that, you know, especially when, when that happened, which was in 1983, there wasn't this surge of crime television that we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, mm-hmm. uh, there, were, there were no documentaries about this kind of subject, or very few. And so I felt very alone. Uh, at that age, so um, mm. I felt that it was it was kind of like a nice a nice way to put my story out there for anybody, especially a young child at the formative years to lose a parent in a really tragic way. To like say, hey, you're not alone, and you can still make some of your life out of it and, um, and move forward. And, and that's what we tried to show.
0: So from the standpoint of service, I thought the documentary was sensational. I, I thought you made Thank a you. huge impact with it. I thought it was courageous. I, th- I thought it hit every note properly. Um, the, if you had come to me beforehand and said, sure, you know, I'm planning this thing, I would say don't do it. Uh, yeah. Because revivifying trauma... Never helps get through the drama, and then well, trying to confront the perpetrators is always disappointing because they're well, that
1: was, they're that was, those assholes. They are, they, are. <laughs> they are who they are. Well, that was the thing is, I at the end of the film, I went to visit the the killer in jail, and um, uh, he certainly was not remorseful. Did not admit guilt. Still to this day, does not admit guilt. But at least I knew that going in, and and my yeah. and my. My thinking at the time was, and we show this in the film, we don't show the interview because he's on death row or was on death row. I think he's since been mm-hmm. commuted, but uh, but at the time they didn't allow cameras in death row. So I, I had to go in there. My partner waited for me outside of Sam Quentin, uh, had a talk with him. And then in the film, just like I outlined earlier, I get back in the car and I was like, that was a bad idea. <laughs> like I,
0: right. Like, I remember, are, I, I remember that is, scene. I, I remember it. Vividly yeah, like, and I was like, yeah, I could have like, told you that, <laughs> but, but, there, but I'm not sorry you did it. I'm not sorry you did it. It's just, it I'm just wasn't going to do what like, you thought it would do.
1: You know what I, what I wanted it to do was it to be one of those, because up until then it had been 30 years since I'd seen him. So it was this big looming, scary. Yeah ominous yeah. thing that i had not looked in the eyes yet so i felt that mm. i gotta, gotta look this guy in the eyes no matter what he says don't expect anything of him uh he's not going to yep. be remorseful or, or anything and and frankly i just i just sat there i looked him in the eyes and i and I, I accomplished the task that i wanted to and i and i did it more as an experiment of walking through fear uh because the only way on the other right. side of it is to is to confront it and uh, get into it and uh you know, and like, yeah. and like I said, it took, it took some processing, but years later, I, I was really, really uh, grateful to have done that and to have taken that time. Um, at the time though, it yeah. was very yeah. re-trigger- re-triggering and I understand now why there are groups that set up such, in, you know, they set up such meetings for, for victims and, and perpetrators to meet under very protective guidelines. I just went in there cold unannounced by myself. He was told he had a visitor. He didn't know who. He came out and it was <laughs> just like we sat there and talked and it was probably the most uh elevating, surreal 20 minutes of my life that I would not want to have back. Um I wouldn't want to do it differently, but I would not I would not want to do it again. Yeah, I'll tell you that much, man.
0: Yeah. I, I get it. I totally get it. Um. All right. Let's go to some. uh, Let's wait. There was one other thing. I think that's it. Okay. Let's go to some calls here. Uh, Chris from Wisconsin. You seem uh, Wisconsin. I told you
1: what's going on. I told you the Wisconsin people, man. They (laughs) would. Hi, Chris. How you doing?
3: Hi there, Wisconsin. We we have a lot of great people in Wisconsin.
1: I know. I do. I I I referenced the state. I referenced the state (laughs) earlier in an. In an unsavory manner and i apologize to the people of wisconsin but uh chris what's your question oh
3: don't worry about it there's plenty of jerks here it's fine yeah <laughs> my question yeah. is this so keeping in mind you know you keeping taps on your personal wellness and your mental emotional wellness when you're touring and when you're creating music and you you're out on the road and spending a lot of time outside of you know your comfortable home i hope and Mm. you know you're going into new and unique and somewhat foreign places how do you manage to keep yourself centered and you know basically stay on top of making sure that you're keeping the best care of yourself that you can
1: it's a great question. You know, I really stay, I have a, I have a small, I have, a, oh, I, have a, I have an echo coming back. I don't know if somebody can fix that, but, um, I, I will you fix know, that. I stay in, I, I stay in very uh, close contact with my support group here. I have a small internal number of people that I, I could feel safe reaching out to. And luckily in a tour situation, you know, the band itself is somewhat of a family. So we're not really interacting with thousands of people every day, we're really interacting with one another, which in itself can, can drive each other crazy. But um, for the most part, right. we're pretty safe. We're pretty safe and there's always somebody I can always grab uh, on the road or, you know, have a talk to if, if I need to reach out. But uh, for the most part, and, like, and for the most part, you know, doing shows and traveling like that is is a lot of fun. So um, the moments that you would think that I would have are pretty few and far between. Because I'm pretty busy. It's when I it's when I have nothing to do and I'm isolating and I'm sitting at home alone where yep. the, the thinking the thinking in my brain starts happening and I don't have anything to do or anybody to talk to. And that's when I find myself in the most danger. But thanks for the question. It's a yes, great question. I, I,
0: I, I know that about you. But it does it does bring up another thing that I, I brought up earlier, which is that you're you're a master at being of service. And to that point, shall we promote the uh, December 20th event?
1: Yeah, we are doing in uh, our third year now, it's an event called Above Ground. And uh, Dr. Drew is speaking at it this year and as has, he has the past prior years. And uh, it's me and my partner, Billy Morrison, who uh, I believe is at Billy Morrison official on Instagram. He's the guitar player for Billy Idol and an accomplished uh, musician in his own right. And Every year we try, except for last year, because of the pandemic, we try and put on an event to raise money, funds for people who are suffering with uh, addiction, mental health issues. And uh, all that money goes to an organization called Music Cares. And they find uh, treatment facilities and beds for people that are really, uh, really suffering. And uh, this year we are... So every year we do two records in their entirety because we missed the vinyl format of an entire album. And so this year we are doing Lou Reed's Transformer, yeah. and yeah. then we're then then you'll speak, and then we're also going to do Nevermind. The Bullocks here's the Sex Pistols in its entirety. It's always
0: a great event. I love going to that event, a- and it's and thank you. you. Well, yeah, and Susan, it just occurred to me that uh, Heather and Terry Dubrow's daughter has been raising money for Music Cares. We need to get them to this event. Okay, so absolutely. Can you, d- yeah, Dave? Maybe email Susan an invite, and I'll get them. And no, just text her. all okay. right, we'll text because I mentioned it. You do that again? Okay, but all right, good. But they, they, they are very interested in supporting Music Cares, and you and I know.
1: His, his brother, I was remember. it Kevin. White Snake? No, he was. That's Terry DeBros. No, he was in. Yeah, he was that band. get wild 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 all right i can't come yeah. on feel the noise uh, i can't believe I, I can't believe i'm spacing on this quiet riot my buddy quiet riot quiet riot quiet riot my buddy Mark mcgrath yeah. would be mortified that i didn't know that um yeah but uh how is mark i haven't seen mark. mark in years
0: mark is encyclopedic oh, with all things
1: yeah <laughs> oh, you will be see, there you'll, you'll, yeah yeah he'll be there on the 20th he's great we're yeah. in another band together Oil right, okay. machines and uh, Billy Morrison, right. myself, Mark, Mark McGrath, Donovan Leach, Chris Cheney, and Josh right. Fries. Uh, so we and we all make time to do that as well. So I have, I think, four. Josh. Four pro. Four. It, Josh Fries.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, but probably, quietly, Josh has been the drummer to every band ever
1: every formed band. since 1990. <laughs> quietly, the, no one in knows the, this. <laughs> he's, in the, he's in the Vandals, he's in Devo, he was in Nine Nails, he was in A Perfect Circle, he's Sting's touring drummer. Just, just, those yeah. are the top five off the top of my head, but if you Wikipedia that yeah, guy's biography, it's yeah. every yeah. band you've ever heard of. It's,
0: yes, the, <laughs> right, that's true. You know, I, the, every time I talk to him, I'm like, God, who, who did you not play with? That'd be an easier thing to figure
1: out. Uh, he, <laughs> wow. he, was just out with, he was just out with filling in with the guy from Offspring. So he's just like, he is incredible. And uh, it's such a sweet guy too. You know, really, really great. Team. I think he
0: filled in for Taylor for a minute too in the Foo Fighters, didn't he?
1: That's very possible. I don't know that much. I, I, sure. I think he did, I, usually, yeah, usually I think he when did. But usually when a drummer misses a show, that's usually the first call that gets made.
0: Josh, Josh.
1: Because well, J- Josh, not only not only, is he such a, not only is he such a great drummer, but he can put on like earbuds and listen to a song once and just know it. Like he has that kind of brain, you know, that, that just yeah, like knows crazy. changes and arrangements and, and just remember it on the spot. And the BPM is for mind you. So like he'll start a song and I'll go, I, I'll go, I, I think that's a little fast. And he'll go, yeah. nope. <laughs> and every time he's right.
0: <laughs> and by the way, the, the nicest, humblest human being ever. And he sort Absolutely. of invented, I, I remember he invented selling uh, experiences. I remember he sold, you know, he was trying to raise money for a, a group at one point. He was selling like, I'll take you to Disneyland all day. Spend the day with Josh Fries in Disneyland or, or I'll give you a massage for an hour. And he, was, he raised a bunch of money doing that before anyone ever thought of doing things like that.
1: Oh, and he's so—it's so him. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm—I'm I'm, I'm stable enough to uh, spend a day with anybody <laughs> at Disneyland. <laughs> but one of the interesting things about <laughs> Disneyland, if you—if you, if you look—if you look up the dark secrets of Disneyland, there's a lot of them, and it's—it's it's kind of a fascinating wormhole to go down, like. I think that if somebody there's a whole dies TikTok,
0: on the... there's a whole TikTok channel. There's a whole TikTok like oh, yeah. not just channel, sort of category of you know, Disney yeah. Disney mishaps, Disney complaining, Disney you'll never Oh
2: yeah, in. there's So listen, there's, let, there's
1: one of
0: the,
2: Go ahead, finish it. Well,
1: note. I was going to add one anecdote about it is that if somebody dies on the park, the paramedics come and take them off the park grounds before they announce the time of death. That way nobody has technically died at the happiest place on earth. The time of death gets announced outside the park ground. Uh, it's just,
0: it's keep, keep working on them. Keep working on them. Keep keep the you know, keep the compressions <laughs> going until we until we get until we get to Harbor Harbor Boulevard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we get to Ball Avenue. So listen, we can to take a quick break here. I got to uh, do a few commercials. We'll come back with more calls uh, with Dave Navarro after this. Let's talk about our friends at Hydralite. I can't say enough about Hydrolite. You hear me talk about them all the time. It gets me through workouts and medical procedures and. Onoscopies and COVID it absolutely contributed to my recovery from COVID. Hydration is key to feeling healthy and there's never been a time when that could be more important. We're in the height of cold flu season Every headache has got you testing for COVID. Staying hydrated can keep the questionable symptoms at bay, and there's nothing better than Hydrolyte to get it done. Taking their hydration formula one step further, now there is Hydrolyte Plus Immunity. It starts with their fast-absorbing electrolytes and adds a host of great ingredients. Plus, each single-serve, easy pour drink mix contains 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C and 300 milligrams of elderberry extract. Hydrolyte Plus Immunity comes in convenient, easy pour powder sticks that rapidly dissolve in water to make a great-tasting drink that is a 75% less sugar than your typical sports drink. It uses all-natural flavors. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, caffeine-free, non-GMO, and even vegan. Hydrolyte Plus Immunity is also now available in ready-to-drink bottles at the Walmart, next to the pharmacy, or as always, you can find it by visiting hydrolyte.com slash drew. That is H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E dot com slash Drew. And be sure to use that code drdrew25 at checkout for a special discount. Hey, everybody, we're back. Let's bring Dave right back in as well. Uh, Dave, I just before I got on the, on the horn here with you, I was talking to Art Alexakis from uh, Everclear. And yeah. uh, he's becoming a chemical dependency counselor now. We, we, is he, did everybody ever play at this thing? We got to get, get him involved I, with this thing
2: too.
1: I be- I, you know, he hasn't, that's a great call. I, I, I don't know why that has never happened and why that slipped through the, the cracks, but uh, I've known him a long time and I believe I have played with him at one point, but that's a great call. But before, before we move on, if you don't mind, I want to get a, a selfie of us on the show together. I hope this is the first time it's happened. Because I think this would be a great way. It is. Do you have? had a great good. time on Doctor Drew podcast. Um, <laughs> although it's only I got fifteen yes. minutes left, so who knows if you might the hard hitting questions might be at towards the end. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, they're not and mine. Also, We're it, gonna let the listeners do it. So and not and, and
1: not to not not to give hydrolite more time than they they paid for, <laughs> but Taylor Taylor Hawkins swears by hydrolite. He's like. Dude, right. hydrolyte, you've got to do this every because he he's like, you know, he, the amount of energy he, that guy puts out, it just it saves yeah. his body. You do you know, do you know, how, that, do you know how
0: I got involved with Hydrolyte? They originally, I, I originally knew that we needed a product like that for oral rehydration yeah. and that we could technically do it. I tried inventing it and all of a sudden it showed up in my medical office. That they, they were they'd come from Australia where they started marketing to doctors, and I thought, oh, here it is. And so I got involved with them. I don't know, seven or eight years ago. I said, that, "That's it. You did it." I, 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 I wanted to get ahead of you, but you're here, so I'll join with you guys. Yeah. So, uh, Eve. Uh, one other Eve, well, you're on wait, with. Wait, oh wait, go ahead. Oh, oh, before, go ahead. We, before
1: we get to Eve, yes. one thing I would like to one one thing I'd like to ask uh, your your listeners is that if you're going to take the effort and care to use a product like Hydrolyte or drink electrolytes or make sure that your uh, pH balance is in order drink water typically from outside the us because uh if you get like icelandic or if you get fiji or you get one of those kind of brands um it doesn't come from the us and there's no fluoride in it so a lot of times mm. we're drinking tons and tons of fluoride that we don't even know about because the u.s has yeah. such lax regulations on that and that's a terrible thing to put in your body all the time um anyway eve go ahead that
0: And wait one second, even not yet. And also, be careful with the label "purified." When they purify, they purify with a bunch of chemicals. And you either want distilled or spring water or something. That's right. So be be careful. And they don't just because it's in a bottle. And
1: and purified does not mean that the fluoride's taken out. Um, I have a I have a filter. I, I, I have a filter. I have a water filtration system connected to all the water in my house. And once I got this information, I called the filtration system and I said um is my is my house water safe from the fluoride And they're like well no we don't do that i was like well then what am i you know what am i paying for because it costs mm-hmm. it costs right. uh, internal you know structural internal cellular damage and it costs hair loss and all mm-hmm. kinds of things so um you 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 feel like you're taking the extra step to hydrate yourself and, and take care of yourself but you're really kind of putting a poison into your body that doesn't need to be there side note
0: eve
4: Yes, yes, the water subject is good. You know, I'm from Flint, Michigan, mm, oh so boy. I've been dealing with some oh of that. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. lots to say well, about yeah, that, more, but that's <laughs> but that's yeah, not what know, I was going to
1: talk about. But more more trouble than Florida. Oh. Sorry to say, yeah,
4: yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm still I'm still fighting it with my foundation and stuff that I've built. But but Dave, I thank you, uh, you Doctor Drew. You know, you know, I'm a fan of yours. Thank uh, you, Dave. I, I bumped into you under so many circumstances. You wouldn't know who I am from dark places way back in the day to sitting at Sunset Plaza, uh having food. Okay. Um and I'm a painter, but I've been known as a musician, right? Because I, I was with mm. Quincy Jones, gave me a deal, right? You're connecting wow. all of them. I have finally connected all of my art, right? I'm a painter. I've done three museums yeah. now. And Brilliant. I've started something called uh the Diamond Art Awards. And it's it's in the raw, it's guerrilla style, but I have an eight thousand square feet downtown, right? That I'm putting this yeah. together from judges to every a call out for everybody to bring one piece and go on an eight thousand square feet wall. I'm piecing this together in a way in the with the industry, and I'm trying to get as many wonderful people who are kind of renaissance artists. I. You know, in that regard, you're doing music. You love painting. I mean, you got your hands a lot of places. So I was wondering yeah. if you, I might be able to just get you to take a look at the circumstance sometime. That uh, I'm putting it the- together. It's hardcore. What's their website? It's, it's like the Oscars of the art world. It's about painting, photography, sculptures. That's what I'm doing.
0: Do you have a website?
4: Uh, I, I do have an a, a, a Instagram right now. Okay. I, I have an Instagram. The website is coming together right now, okay. but the people are moving in really fast. It's becoming really wonderful. Um, I called the Diamond Art Awards Wait, LA. Wait, say,
0: say it again one more time, Eve. The, the diamond?
4: diamond Art Awards.
0: Okay, great. And you're down in the yeah. art district?
4: It's going to be downtown. It's an 8,000-square-feet building. I'm I'm piecing it. It's like it's meant to be the Oscars of, of the art world right now. Sounds and awesome. I got this 20 wow. years ago when my daughter was born, and nobody's really done well, it. And I, I feel called to do it, Dr. Drew.
0: All right, buddy. Well, I'll let's, tell you let's what, get it I'm, done. I'm, let's I'm,
1: sound... I'm, I just followed you, and uh, it looks great. And I am happy to say that I am now your 23rd follower. So... Good luck, Hallelujah, and there will be more. There shall be more. Dave, you are a man. You're a man. Thank you so much, brother. all right thank you're very thank you buddy.
0: I want to I'm try. Happy that limited I, time I'm now
1: very, I, I'm very happy that I could give you. I give you a platform to promote that, without a question. Yeah, absolutely. Necessary.
0: Me too. Me too. I, I'm. I'm. I'm always happy for stuff like that. Diane. No. Diane. Let's see if I can get Diane. Diane in Sierra. It sort of says. I think uh diane 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 there you are hi diane hello
2: Hi there. thank you you bet you. um i uh i'm dual diagnosis mm-hmm. um kind of going back oh. to the uh start of the conversation so um this is great i love listening to this and uh dave i can't believe that you have a documentary uh, such a brave brave documentary it sounds like and i can't wait to watch it so thank oh, you please do thank um, you everybody. thank you so much and
1: it's very good. Yeah. Do you mind? A, a, I appreciate a, Diane, it. Diane, do you, do, do, you do you mind if I ask uh, what, what the dual diagnoses are?
2: Or is um, that, I'm is a that trauma super, survivor, um, and I um, also have a major depressive disorder with anxiety and chemical um, dependency. You're not alone, chemical you're not dependency alone of... Diane. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. You're not, al- it's, you're it's not rough. alone, Diane. I tell you.
1: And, and typically, Thank typically you. and I think Dr., Dr. Drew would agree with this, I think, that most chemically dependent people have trauma in their history. Um, and that is.
2: And that's usually what I'm learning.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what, we, what we, So, what, it's like, yeah. The genetics, we go to- the genetics are the genetics, and, the, and, and they are, a, that's your risk factor, and they're the, the necessary but not sufficient cause of the illness. And then the trauma is the rocket fuel. It's just the, that's the lighter fluid. That's poof, not, yeah. but now the trauma was why you're seeking ways of regulating your emotions. You know, Dave, you mentioned dysregulation hour, it, it, half an it's,
1: hour. It's an, it, it, it's an attempt at self-soothing, which will ultimately kill you, yeah. you know, so I hope Right, you're doing yes. okay so you
0: that. end up with a second problem. So you you're trying to exactly. help the, the feelings of the trauma, and you end up activating the addiction. Now you got two two problems that are yeah, it's, overlapping it's and mess. fueling each sure. other. And then yeah. if you're prone to depression, well, here and now, here we yeah. go. Right.
1: And, and the worst part of the, I, I the worst part. The, oh, go ahead. You got off. What? No, Dave, No, you
2: go ahead. Go ahead, Dave.
1: It sounded like you were going to say Dave. you got off
2: Suboxone. It was about to sound like you were going to say you I got did, off yeah, I did, yeah. I'm just, 15 days off Suboxone. Oh, good um, for you. Great, you're through it. That's great. good. Oh, that, that, my God. Yeah. yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying so fucking hard. Yeah, the two weeks, <laughs> it's a
0: two week thing. And once you get through it, you're pretty. That's it doesn't leave you with a lot of trouble. It, it leaves you, it's bad for two weeks, and then you're pretty good.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know, it's almost no worse good. than getting off, you know, regular opiates.
0: 100% but, of people say that. 100% yeah. of yeah. Suboxone I, I, users I'll tell you, say that.
1: I, Diane, I'm from a time when we used to go to methadone clinic, which was inherently yeah, evil, yeah. inherently evil and yeah. worse. And a lot yeah. of people don't know this, but it was, I think it was invented by the Germans and they used to feed it to, uh, the, the, the people in the concentration camps and would withhold the methadone oh God, if, they no. if they didn't work, you know what I mean? So oh, it's it, 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 it just, 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 just the inception of it is evil. And it's, it was, for me, it was a nine-month kick. So I'm very, I'm very happy to hear that uh, oh, you had some... Because I know people it, who... It's a six-month kick, no matter what. Yeah, I, I, I know Congrats people that you. were... <laughs> thank you, and you too. And I know people that are on Suboxone maintenance and that have probably mm-hmm. no shot at getting off it at this point. But that's a huge accomplishment, Yeah. Diana. Good for you. Mm.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I was on it two years. Yeah. And I never thought I would get off. Mm. Good for you. But uh, and, and, to, uh, and how are you? Uh, how may are you I doing? ask another quick one?
0: Yeah,
1: of course.
0: If you want, go uh, ahead. Go ahead, of course.
2: Oh, are you talking to me, Doctor? Yes, True? yes, ma'am. Oh, go okay. Ahead. Um, I guess my question is with with my depression. It's pretty severe, and you know, I've tried different things, and I, I think I've talked to you about this before. You took my question, but since I'm off Suboxone, should I wait about six months before, say, I try ECT or you know, uh, any, uh, theta burst stimulation trials or anything like My that. My
0: goodness. So you've been, you've been on, if you're getting downstream to those sorts of treatments, that yes. means you've been, you've done everything, been on everything. I have. Yeah. Um, You're you're talking to, you know, Dave, I don't know if you want to share stories on on this front. It's kind of a challenging question, right? She's got trauma. The trauma can't be fully treated if you were on the Suboxone. So now you have a chance to fully treat the trauma and the trauma treatment may help your mood, but your mood could be dangerously off for a while. And it could be a problem. And so yeah, yeah. yeah so you do want to pay attention to it the question is what are the best ways you might you might go back to more traditional kinds of treatment because you might respond to it now you know yeah i mean i would say i, don't know I personally would think that'd be nice worth you. a
1: try i
2: don't i you mean I like traditional don't... antidepressants
0: yes
1: <laughs> there's there's, there's 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 antidepressants that are wonderful for people for those who need it i know it's, it's overprescribed and it's a controversial issue mm-hmm. but you know there was a time that i was on right. i was on effect i was on a fixer for about 20 years and uh you know recently, yeah. i guess with, i guess i got off that about two years ago and i've been doing pretty good i seem been that's a, hard to get it of off stable, it too <laughs> still it's terrible yeah it was horrible I it's stabilized from that i don't know much about c uh ect but i do know that there are methods like emdr which are uh pretty safe yeah. and non non retriggering and certainly uh, just person to person cognitive therapy in conjunction with maybe a 12 step program with, uh, with creating a support group around you. So you're not alone. And so you can reach out at any time with someone, if something comes up and, or you have that urge to use again, like to to really reach out. um, I'm not familiar enough. Dr. Drew's the doctor here. And I don't, I don't ever recommend anything that I personally haven't done. And I've never done that before, so sure. I, I can't. I can't
0: speak. Well, it. E- ECT is you know that's, that's a pretty you. aggressive treatment. It's, it works. ECT does work, but you really, I, I you know ECT is when you have vegetative depressions, you can't you can't function. But but um, mm-hmm. what Dave, you have any feelings these days
1: about ketamine?
2: I've done that. I or do. That I do. You yeah. have done
1: that. Yeah. My feelings about ketamine is that mm-hmm. it can be uh, well documented as being very, is highly successful for pe- treating people and uh trauma situations but i've also known people that have an addictive nature it can also have an addictive nature to it yeah Th- so that's it's been my experience so- that, that's yeah. Been, yeah so yeah. It,
2: mine too so yeah.
1: it 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 um uh it's certainly it's something triggering. to be done trigger for some people yeah, it is yeah. yeah it's certainly something to be yeah. done mm-hmm. under a physician's a physician's care uh typically they they give you a series of them and then you refrain mm-hmm. from it so you're in a doctor's office they do an infusion or whatever they do. They do five or six of them over the course of two months, maybe, and then you take a step from mm-hmm. it. But um, I, I I know that there are forms of you know daily use nasal sprays, home home ketamine. Uh, uh, yeah, no no, know, no, 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 not for now. Ways to do that. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know, know. I, I would I would say right. that that's 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 dangerous for an addict to go down that road. Yeah. but um, I've, I've sure, done a lot sure. of that. I've, I've, I've tried that a lot and, and I will tell you that I went, because you fill out a questionnaire every time you do it or, or I, when I did it, you, you know, how you're feeling. It, yeah. I forget what the name of yeah. the, name of the test is, Dr. Ru,
0: you oh, probably yeah, know. Oh yeah, the
2: depression scale. Yeah. Yeah. are yeah. very and
0: depression so, scales, the various ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the one I got. Ham, um, Ham D
0: or something.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. So it.
0: I,
1: I was lucky enough to move up from severe depression to moderate depression. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was, it was great
2: that's the first time i've laughed <laughs> and, <today>. and
1: <laughs> the, yeah and then and then breath, uh, we want we to laugh even more as a friend of mine bought me a cake um that said congratulations on moderate depression like we're like yay oh that's great
2: but, uh, yeah I
1: I, I I really i really i really <laughs> believe that the ketamine is good because one of the things it does right. is it is it creates new neural pathways for you to maybe uh, exactly. have options we and, and we, yeah yeah in terms of that's the idea is that it creates new neural pathways yeah. so you have different options of which ways for your thoughts to shoot down before it goes down the, the one pathway that it always used to go down which is always something that's dangerous yeah. so it, it typically that's what yeah. they think could right. do that and um you know the other upside of it is that it takes your brain completely offline so one of the things that i like yeah. about it is that it's it's doing neurological function but you're not thinking about it or your trauma and you do get a little bit of a break from it but as i said to dr drew and you sure. it's also it's also very 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 highly habit forming if not done yeah. under the proper mm-hmm. medical conditions
0: so so if diane we you know we have no business giving you medical treatment or care or advice that's not what we're doing here but but i would if i were dealing with somebody like you i would want to give everything a new shot now that you're completely absent. Okay. yeah i would do i would get back to emdr like dave said i would get back to 12-step i would get back to more traditional kinds of therapeutics and assuming i'd have to use high dose but get to it right Mm -hmm. away you know rather quickly and and don't jump to the extreme therapeutics just yet because the the context is totally different now, and uh, yeah. hope that you know hope that you can get a, a response going. Um, that's kind of how, how I'd approach it. But Dan, I've got to wrap and, and up. Yeah. In fact, I got to wrap. Finish up, Dan. Oh, I
1: was, gonna, I was just I was just going to add. You're also you're off Suboxone two weeks, but that's not a very long time to have. No right body. Right. And, and nothing's regulated that's yet right. in your body. You may you may feel that's better, right. but your body your body is still trying to find a baseline that it's comfortable with so i would do the more traditional 100%. approach as well yeah yeah 100
0: percent, dave uh let's put up the uh the event again let's put up where people can get tickets who's going to be there uh, caleb if you've got the whole full screen there for us there it is uh never
2: mind it's all,
1: it's right a, it's a yeah it's a little it's a lot of copy right there for the for your viewers so i'll just tell them we're doing uh never mind the bullets by the sex pistols we're doing transformer by lou reed dr drew is going to speak as he always has and so far, we have booked Billy Idol, Perry Farrell, uh, Corey Taylor, Perry's wife, Etty, uh, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters, Mark McGrath, Steve Stevens, and, and a host of many more that have yet to be named. And, so, and it's, so it's. I,
0: I- I see that we're going to be giving tickets. We're going to be selling tickets, or giving you giving the the link to tickets. Just go to true dot com slash above ground. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb set that up. I know during this during the show. So so well done, <laughs> exactly. Caleb. Well, Thank you. you. The, 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 name, the,
1: na- the name of it is, is, uh, is based on obviously you know James Addiction in the early days came from what was called the underground scene, and uh, we figured like right. this, is an I- this is an idea to help people stay above ground. It, it, so, we got to get I, bob I, there had, too i would love to have bob i, I, I you know what bob i want I, I, I asked you last you know to be fair when i asked you last year i just assumed that he would come with you so i never even shot him a call but i will shoot him a call this time because i missed him. i was I, we'll I was, was, was sad and, and i'll tell Art okay too. i'll tell all of them so. i would love to see shelly yeah. and bob i haven't seen shelly in years and i know shelly from uh shelly was was dating one of the uh, tour managers of the red hot chili peppers back in the nineties. So I've known her since then. So, um, when she was the dragon, long... the dragon lady. Oh my God. She was amazing. She was amazing, but she was, uh, <laughs> so... she, she has certainly, she has certainly metamorphosized over the years in an amazing way.
0: Oh my God. Yes. As, as so many yeah. of you have, I mean, I, I, Dealing with that, and I have a. I knew Bob back when he was uh, hardcore using, and it was. Oh uh, my! God. I used to. I, I, I used to, to. Sure, he died.
1: I used to. I remember you yeah. told me that story. I used to. I used to use with Bob. Like I yeah. would go meet at Bob's apartment. Everybody did. Dealer, yeah, I'm,
0: literally everybody did. <laughs> right, right. I mean, he and he and. Uh, um, oh shoot! From Hole. Um, Courtney uh courtney he and courtney used to ride the buses around around the park uh, macarthur park sh- slamming airport
1: and stuff together No, oh, i i've just, i've oh. i have done some pretty terrible things with the best of them and sadly a lot of them are not alive anymore and i you know that's I just, the sad thing I, 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 yeah. we do what we can to help prevent that from happening
0: yes well that's what i want to talk about uh, about how we do that and how we gather together and address the fact that uh so so few people are getting help these days and that recovery has been under attack for quite some time so we'll talk about that and we'll all be there december 20th uh, dave always a pleasure to talk to you my friend and uh my favorite. You know, whatever you need we're, we're here we're here
1: thank okay. you and likewise to you guys and uh love to you susan right, and uh we'll see you soon thank you guys for having me
0: all right man Oh! <sighs>